the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Easter weekend and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. And our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'd like to see everybody saving at least 10% plus the company match for retirement. And that's the key to building up wealth. That's what we talk about this show. We started the show back in 2006 discussing this. The Since then, the savings rate has moved up 5 to 6% level. Uh, and, and and so we're starting to see people, when we started the show, it was under 1%. So this is the key, is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Now, if uh, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. And if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. A couple, couple things we... I re- really, I got a, a lot of stuff we will try to work through here today. And uh, one of the things that really, uh, we, uh, very volatile week this week in, in the markets. Uh, the market uh, Friday afternoon sold off 130 points at the end of the week. I, I won't even say it was really very volatile. That's really not quite correct. But it was a, a really, it was it was a market that really shifted and moved around quite a bit. And 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 what we uh, uh, what we saw is is it, 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 it seemed to go up and then it just kind of sat there and hung up all week and then fell apart and and what it was doing was it was been it's been kind of riding up the the fifty day and it really broke broke down throughout the whole system uh, a, a late Friday where the, where the markets really have broken down underneath the fifty day moving average this is something we want to watch closely the uh, and, and so. Uh, you know, it's, 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 this is what we're looking at here is, is where do we go from here? We're going to be talking some more about that on the show here today. Uh, also we had a lot of, we had, uh, problems with, with Syria, the, the bombing in Syria this week. We had the, with the problems with Korea. These are the Korean situation seems to be very severe. Hopefully, we're going to get some type of resolution coming up here. But the thinking on this is, is that this is a big problem, and it's something that we're going to have to watch. Why don't we go to a break? Can we go to a break? 
Okay, let's go to a break here, and then we're going to come back. I want to discuss, I think, big changes. One of the things we've been talking about is big changes over this market, and yet we're not seeing it in big changes, huge changes in the world. It's not showing up in the stock markets. What's going? I think it's about to start. We're going to talk about that after the break. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always on the show. The Okay, we were just talking about what's going on in the world today, why big changes are happening, huge changes are happening in the world, and, and the market has not been moving. It finally started breaking down a little bit on Monday, on, on Friday afternoon, but what we're really seeing right now is is between between the, the what we're talking about in the markets is big changes happening in the world huge changes korea syria donald trump uh what's going on in europe uh what's going on in china massive changes in the world and yet the the the, the stock market has been doing nothing for the last month or so it's just been sitting there and uh, this week, the uh, we uh, bombed Syria. Typically, the markets hold up and, and rally around the president, which is done. But but we're dealing with North Korea, which is a very serious situation. Any way you look at it, we're talking a nuclear uh, situation. 
and uh and, and the market really started getting spooked and, and broke down. It was holding on the 50-day moving average. It's starting to break down. Uh, the other uh, Look, I think this is a serious situation in Korea. I, I think that we've got to do something about this. One of the reasons is, it's look, we don't care what Kim Jong-il does in North Korea. But the problem is we have a huge number of... 30, over 30,000, 40,000 troops over there stationed in North in South Korea. We could get dragged into war. But more importantly than that even is with nuclear weapons in the world today, you can do massive damage to the United States. In the 1950s, if, if we had a nuclear attack on a city in the United States, the rest of the country would function pretty well. We would pick up the pieces very quickly. In the interconnected world we have today with the Internet, with just-in-time delivery, with low stockpiles, with it, a complete interconnectedness, if if something were to happen in a major city, it would cascade around the rest of the country. If... North Korea were able to launch an EMP attack on the United States using their nuclear weapons. I've seen some a scenario that I've seen a number of scenarios with three nuclear weapons. You can take down the entire infrastructure of the United States with an electromagnetic pulse attack. They're looking at 50% of the American people will die. This is no game. It's very serious. Uh, and you cannot let Rogue countries have nuclear weapons. In the world today, they can obliterate the United States, the American people, with just three weapons. I want you to think about that. And so we're going to have to to stop to this. 50, 50 years ago, we were not interconnected. With it, with an electromagnetic pulse attack, and a lot of people have talked about We're going to try to get some politicians on the show to talk about this. You can You can look at... Something you can look at, if that were to hit Houston, we would have no electricity, we would have no water, automobiles would not work, trucks would not work, and the city would run out of food within less than two days. It, that's that's just a simple fact. It, it, and so we can't allow this to happen. It's going to be that. that it, I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, that's not imminent or anything like that. But my point is, you cannot let a madman sit there with nuclear weapons. You could, They could sneak it in, and we just cannot in the world today allow this type of stuff to We have to put the nuclear genie back in the bottle. We're pretty sure Russia, China, Britain, Israel, and, and India are, are, are going to control their nuclear weapons. Some of these other countries, we're not sure, and we've got to sit there. And it, it's 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 a threat to the uh, really uh, the threat to this makes Al Qaeda look like a cakewalk in in uh, the damage they could do. There's just absolutely no comparison. So he has to do something. Donald Trump has also flipped on a couple issues. What's happened this week is really kind of a reflection, and this is the big story here. It's not well understood. Is the the freedom caucus knocked down the Obamacare uh, repeal. It <laughs> When that happened, that really made the Republicans look like they couldn't govern. It made Donald Trump look like he couldn't govern. And it, and it was, this was the first step to moving forward a big agenda. Now people are, aren't sure what's going to happen. Donald Trump has now bet a lot on the conservative movement. More so, I, I, I submit to you, Donald Trump has probably bet more on the conservative movement than anybody thought he would when he was running for president. We had we have a lot of conservatives throughout the, the White House. Well, all of a sudden, the conservatives have egg all over their face because of what's happened to Obamacare. You've seen this with the tax on Bannon, Rince Priebus, uh, 
even Kellyanne Conway and all the conservatives up there, uh, Miller, uh, and we were seeing the 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 sentence of Jared Kushner and uh, Gary Cohn and Powell and the you know some of the the Goldman Sachs globalist gang, and 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 so the question is is. And you're seeing this a shift in tax policy as well. All of a sudden, we might not get the big tax cuts we wanted because of this. Uh, there's a shift in the in uh, rather than maybe getting a border tax, which is what my understanding what some of the guys in Congress wanted. Uh, we we're, we're looking at possibly a VAT tax, which means no, no, we can't put a border twenty five percent border adjustment tax on on everybody. Instead, we're going to stick a VAT, a value added tax, on the working people in this country. Instead, that's a protection of globalism at the expense of the American people. And so, all of this is up here. So now we don't know what Donald Trump's going to do. Are we going to get Obamacare passed? Are we going to get? The tax cuts for corporate America passed. And now the whole Trump agenda is up in the air. At the same time, we have a very serious situation in Korea. These are problems. A lot of stuff is up in the air. You, we, we got a very expensive market. Now, I think, I think we have to sit there and really uh, walk it back a little bit and sit back and see what's happening here. Uh, the positive side of this is one reason Donald Trump is going with some of these Goldman Sachs guys is they're kind of can-do type of people. He, he, you know, I, I heard people say Trump isn't really ideological. Ideological. He's more a can-do. He's more get the job done. We need change. We need to transform the United States. And if the conservatives are going to be are, aren't going to hold together and deliver for him, he's going to go to these guys, Goldman, which they're going to go in there and, and bust heads and get things done. And 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 so I'm not completely shift. I'm not completely convinced this is such an ideological shift to the Democrats in the White House as it is a shift to getting things done. And this is why it's important for the Republicans in Congress to pull together in the next couple of weeks and get an Obamacare deal through. We've got to get that through in order to get the taxes, in order to get get the Trump agenda moving forward again. And this, look, these are a lot of uncertainties that suddenly crept in this market. I, I, I don't think anybody has sat up and told me they've got a really good feel of which way this thing's going right now. Uh, I don't think the Trump agenda is dead by any means. I think he's going to resurrect it. He's a, he he has the ability to get things done in very tough places, and he's done it time again in his life. But uncertainty kind of reigns right now. So this is something we we want to watch here uh, and see what's going to happen. Uh, I I think I think it's I think it's very. Uh, I think massive changes are taking place here. Uh, I, I, I think that the market, for for whatever reason, is really not registering it yet, uh, and we could see that happen in here. Uh, so uh, this has been the theme, uh, uh, in, in really, in, in, in the show for about the last month is really massive changes happening in the United States, massive changes happening in the world. The market's not really registering. It's kind of on uh, up on hope and excitement about Donald Trump, and things are changing. And, and all of a sudden, the financial markets appear to be freezing up. When that happens, typically that sets the stage for a big move. We'll have to see what happens. But to us, it looks like it's a breakdown coming up. Tell you what. We're live here on the show uh, here in Houston, Texas. Uh, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. The, and we'll, we'll get you taken care of. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call. We're coming up here on a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back uh, and uh, with the Max Out Saving Show. 
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground. And money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you got a question or comment, 713-339-1070. That's what Daniel did. Hello, Daniel. Daniel, you there? We have Daniel. I heard something. Daniel. Hello. Donald Dickey. Okay, we hold on just a second here. We're working to get Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, pick up the phone. Okay, we'll put Daniel on hold. Let's see if we can get him back here. Pick up the phone. Uh, put him on hold there. Uh, look, uh, a, a couple things uh, we're really seeing is is the the, the the real breakdown in 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 the market over the last couple of days i think is something really interesting and I, I think it's something we really want to watch closely uh the gold is broken gold and silver have broken up and and really to 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 i think it appeared to be getting a break out there and and that appears to be really telegraphing some concern about the international issues plus the currency issues and this is something 
we really want to sit there and watch closely to see see what's going to happen going forward. Uh, I, you know that that's something that that we really want to watch watch closely and see. Uh, if you look at some of the some of the returns, the number two best asset class, actually the best asset classes. Well, palladium silver is the best performing asset this year, and uh, gold uh, second best at fifteen percent, and gold's up over eleven percent. So it's been really interesting. Let's while we hit Oscar, let's see if we can get Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Hey, Ted, how you doing? Good, good. Have a little few things Ted? with the radio today. Can you hear can me? You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Yeah, Oscar, go ahead with your question. Hello. Okay, put put Oscar on hold. Tell him. Just, hello. Yeah. Pick up the phone and tell Oscar just to give us the question. Come on. Yeah, okay, Daniel? You there? Hello? Well, we're having a heck of a time with these phones here today. Okay, guys, stick with us. We'll try to to, to go with it. Uh, can you hear us, Daniel? It's not coming through. It's not routing into the deal. Okay, well, we'll work on that. Hold the phone, guys. We'll work on that. They can't hear me is the problem. The, so what we're looking at here is a market that the S&P is up about 4%. Gold and silver are the top performing assets. Uh, and and we'll just have to kind of watch that and see. Uh, one thing I really wanted to cover today while we're working on that issue is the uh, – is, is, why, why, get, just get the question, I'll answer it. Okay. Uh, is on index funds – Investors over the last two years have put $924 billion into index funds. The hottest trend out there right now is index funds. And I saw some uh, some stories in the Wall Street Journal that some 90% of the money managers out there haven't uh, beaten the indexes over the last 10 years. And you say, well, gee, we should go with indexes. But if you sit down and you think about it, the indexes are put together by a committee of the Standard & Poor's Corporation. So what you're telling me is that a couple, you know, five, I don't know, five, ten guys on on the committee at S&P 500 outwits 90, 90, in some cases, 95% of the managers, depending on the time frame, over the, about 90% of the managers in the last 10 years. And these managers are pretty smart people. And and what we're being told is is no manager can outwit these 10 people. I, mean, I don't know what the exact number is on the S&P 500 committee over time. They are the smartest people in the world. Well, we know, look, we know that's not true. And we know sometimes managers get hot. Sometimes managers get cold. We tend on real hot markets, tend to under outperform underperform on really on on flat markets we tend to outperform on really bad markets we tend to just way way outperform i mean it's just people have different ways of doing things uh the okay we uh we had a, a question from oscar here and uh we're having a little trouble with the phones with he had uh uh you know i think the question was was is trump embrace embracing what okay uh oh yeah okay Trump made a comment today that tr- that he didn't want higher interest Hello? rates. Yeah, Oscar, can you hear me? Oscar? Okay, just put Oscar on hold. Okay. Oscar's question was, is Trump embracing lower interest rates? And what did he say when he said he, he maybe might not get rid of Janet Yellen? This is sort of one of the things he changed this week. For some reason, and I really think the Goldman Sachs guys sort of got a little control in the White House, 
uh, there was an interview where Donald Trump said he would like to see lower interest rates in a lower dollar. Uh, and the dollar dropped. Gold continued to go up. And he didn't seem to have as big a problem with Janet Yellen during during the election. He had a big problem with Janet Yellen. And a lot of the Republicans and a lot of the conservatives don't like Janet Yellen. I, I know a lot of these people personally. I've talked to them personally. They really are worried about the Fed. They think the Federal Reserve is out of control. So Oscar's question is, well, why did he seem to – why is he suddenly pushing for, for lower rates and not a, a tougher Fed? You know, I think a couple things – I think he's trying, Oscar, to push down the dollar. I think, I think. keep in mind what, what happened last week or over the weekend. He met with the, with the, with the president, the uh, uh, Xi Jinping of China. Well, China, and then this week he also flipped on and said that China wasn't a currency manipulator. Well, a couple things. I'm suspecting what happened in that meeting was that Xi Jinping said, look, we we would like your you know Donald Trump said look you're keeping your currency you're you're depreciating your currency in in and Xi Jinping's going look your currency's the strongest in the world right now we can't keep it up unless you push your currency down we're going to have to devalue we don't have any choice we can't keep up with it and and so Donald Trump started talking down the dollar and started talking down interest rates and said something friendly to Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve well everyone knows that Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve want to flood the planet with money, and that's that is going to push down our dollar. So, to answer your question, Oscar, what I think the reason Donald Trump went soft on Janet Yellen and talked about lower rates was he's trying to talk the dollar down as some type of deal with Xi Jinping in China. That's what I think we're looking at there. Uh the uh. uh so that that's the question there. Again, this is this this week there was a huge numbers of sort of flip flops. Uh the uh China is no longer a currency manipulator. I'm more comfortable with Janet Yellen. I might or might not keep her. I want lower interest rates. I don't want as tough a Federal Reserve. Those are big flip flops. I think that has to do with China. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. But that was a big change. Again, big changes are happening in this market. So but the market's been kind of pushed up in here. And and we were talking about the $924 billion in index fund. The biggest fad in investing today is in is index funds. In 1999, the biggest fad out there was technology stocks. It was it was massive losses in uh, it, it, everybody was investing in in uh Cisco, Yahoo, Lucent, uh uh all these different tech stocks out there in, in WorldCom, and they blew up. Uh, and over the next 10 years, you had negative returns in, 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 in the stock market. The 1999 tech bubble was the biggest bubble since 1929. Well, the biggest, the biggest bubble today is, is the fad into indexes. And what we just talked about, it's really hard to believe that a committee – which is about to let, you know, the best investors in the world tend not to be on committees. As a matter of fact, committees tend to have the worst records out there for returns. And yet the S&P 500 is out. The S&P Standard & Poor's 500 Investment Committee is out winning everybody. Why are they doing that? Are they that smart? And the answer is no. It's two reasons. Number one, 
everybody is investing there's a there's a fad to invest in index funds well they're all investing in the S&P 500 they're all investing in the same stocks <clears throat> and if you look at those stocks it's a very narrow list of stocks i want to say the top 20% of the top S&P 500 is about 10 or 15 stocks. It's all this, these big mega cap stocks, and all this money is pouring into the same stocks. And this is why you're getting getting returns, so the money keeps flowing in. So if you're investing elsewhere, all the money is going into these 500 stocks. This is a bubble. Now, that it's as long as it works, it's going up. To get in front of the, of the tech bubble in 1999, in in, in, in in January or March of 1999 was like getting in front of a freight train. It just kept going up. The same thing hap- is happening with, with the S&P 500. 500 billion, $924 billion, nearly a trillion dollars is gone into index funds in the last two years. That's the bubble. And so I think going forward over the next five years, I've been talking, I think, Active managers, such as ourselves and other people in mutual funds, are going to outperform the S&P 500 because once the market slows down, once the economy slows down, once the market starts going down, uh, then then you're going to see the market drop off. And then you're going to see the selling in the index funds. And when that happens, they're all going to be selling exactly the same 500 stocks, which is going to... in that, there's not going to be enough money underneath it to buy it, which is going to be a big drop. <clears throat> and as the market starts going down, it's going to fuel, it's going to feed on itself, kicking off more sell orders. <clears throat> Remember, eighty percent. This I'm, I'm sort of making this number up, but this is kind of an amalgamation of the of the of, of what I've seen in different articles and research papers on trading in the S and P in in the stock market. About eighty percent of the market is done by computers now. These things are going to start kicking off sell signal, sell uh, things. The first thing, the market's under the 50-day moving average. That went that decisively sort of broke down Friday. That's kicking off sell signals. If it breaks the hundred, if it breaks the two hundred, it kicks off more sell signals, and more and more people sell. I remember years ago, uh, my mentor, we sat down and had a conference call with him. And and we asked a question. I don't remember if I asked it or someone else. It was only a couple of us in the room, and uh, I think it was seven, ten of us in the room. And and the question was, Mike, what can happen? You know, we're not seeing. Well, tell you what, they're selling something called portfolio insurance. The big institutions. They're buying portfolio insurance, and the people that are selling the insurance to these institutions to protect their portfolios, if the market starts going down, they have they're going to have to they're going to have to sell futures to protect themselves to, to to hedge themselves on the portfolio insurance, and that's going to cause the market to go lower, and then they could have to sell more portfolio more futures to protect themselves further down, and it could lead to a cascade effect on the market where it drops massively very quickly through portfolio insurance selling. That call was probably in July, I want to say, of 1987, and within three months, the stock market collapsed. We we pulled our clients out because we thought there was a problem there. I was one of the few people that actually listened to Mike on that, and uh, no one, no one, no one on Wall Street thought that could happen. And uh, but and the same thing could happen with portfolio insurance. Now, there was a study out here recently. I saw a study that 
in in bear markets, index funds only outperform thirty four percent of the managers in one bear market and only thirty eight percent of the managers in the other bear market. So we've had kind of a slowly up moving market since since the crash in two thousand nine, thanks to the Federal <laughs> Reserve coming in and 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 put and, and injecting massive amounts of quantitative easing into the market. That's now starting to come to an end. The Fed is starting to tighten. So so you're probably not going to see these the, the the returns in index funds. What I want you to get out, kind of a long-winded answer, but what I want you to get out of this is that indexing has become a fad. Even uh, Jeff uh, Bogle uh, over at uh, Vanguard, uh, John Bogle made the comment that that he's surprised how much money is going into indexing now. And and, and in in the in the research papers I've seen in two bear markets, indexing massively underperformed active managers, and so understand in a change that's going to happen, you're not going to, the indexing is is going to put get you in trouble, and it is a bubble, and these stocks are overpriced. And one way you can really see it in the best is, the most fascinating thing is, they have the different the end S and P five hundred index they have a mid cap and they have a small cap S and P index. Where the S and P five hundred, where the S and P indexes are badly beating active managers the most, is in small cap. And you say, "Well, Ted, what is? What do you mean?" The reason that is is because they pick five hundred cap small stocks, and they're pouring the most money into those stocks. and And the P E ratios on those are going way ahead of the of the non non P E non S&P small cap index stocks. So if, if you're small cap but not in the index, your P.E. is much lower because there's so much money coming in. I'm seeing one study of 86% and one study of over 90% of, of the active managers can't beat the S&P 500 small cap index. And the reason is they cannot, there's no way they can compete with the money flow from indexing. But when that money flow turns the other day, other way and the money starts coming out, then it's going to be disastrous. So understand in the next five years, we're going to have problems with that. I'll tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break on the max out savings. You can call up with the questions. Uh, we, we'll have to take your question off the air because we're working on the phones here today. But we got a, a lot of interesting, got a, another couple questions coming in. A lot of interesting things happening in the world today. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we tell you what, we're going to try to take a call from Daniel. Let's see if this works. Daniel. You there? Yes, Ted. Oh, great. Can you hear me? Yes. We're all fixed. Okay. Fantastic. I just wanted to I differ with you, differ with you on this Freedom Caucus. Uh-huh. To me, they're people that stood up. I didn't yeah. vote for Ryan. I don't want to be speaker. That was Ryan's plan. Obama liked. Didn't want it. Glad it failed. I would vote for these people. They're like the revolutionaries in the Revolutionary War. They stand up for what they believe in. Ted Poe left them, and I would give to anybody that's running against Ted Poe. That's bottom line. That's how much I think about it. Well, go ahead. uh, Look, look, I I hear you on that, and I appreciate it. And look, I agree with with, with the fact that it's important for the the, the Freedom Caucus to stand up. Uh, A a couple things. I I think it was uh, Karl Rove made the comment that, you know, they kind of stood up on this thing, even though the bill was going to go into the Senate and probably going to be changed anyway. I I think the mistake they made— here on this is Daniel. Is I, I think we people were looking at the Republicans to get something done, and 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 they, we need to get something done now. If the Freedom Caucus comes back in the next two weeks and says, "Look, we we got a deal, we can move forward," then I think we're okay. But we got to be real careful because Donald Trump is in there, and if we can't deliver on the conservative side, he's going to go to the middle and to the Republicans. And, and, and that's, Ted, look, the bottom line is here, Ryan, they didn't include the Freedom Caucus when they were going over this bill. Now, you tell me, I don't, I don't want you to, 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 to give me any input, Daniel, in the Republican Party, but I want your vote and I want your money. Well, yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, and they probably should have consulted them. Uh, look, I mean, I, I know, I know so, that some of the guys at the top of that leadership pretty well, and, and these guys are pretty hardcore conservatives. And so, you know, look, I think we have got to show the American people we can govern. I mean, we, our, our vote, our margin with Trump wasn't huge. Uh, we, we, you know, we weren't sure election night that Donald Trump was going to win. And we weren't sure we were going to hold the Senate election night. Right. We won. And it, it was a miracle. I, I genuinely believe that. Uh, and, but, we have. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but my only point is, we have in the next two or three weeks, we really the, the Freedom Caucus needs to come up with the solution. They need to get on on the table with something. If we can't get everything in this bill, well, now, we push and go Ted, for the next Ted, one. They did. They're just uh, do away with Obamacare. That's the first one. Yeah. Bottom line, they they put that through before. Go ahead and put it through now. And bottom line is, we'll go on with the rest of it after that. But you know, some of us are actually college educated, and we're not stupid. 
And when they say, oh, this is part one, part two, part three, part two and part three are never going to come about. We know that. That's political speak. Well, Bottom line, yeah. go through, and we voted for this. Do away with Obamacare, Ryan. If you can't do that, then get out. Let somebody else become Speaker of the House. Yeah, look, yeah, I, I hear you on that, Ian. But that, that's, I think in this case, I understand the importance of standing up, believe me, but we got to get something done. But I think, I think it's, I'm glad you brought that point in, Daniel. Ted, if you have, oh, I'm sorry. He is a genius. Bottom line is, what he's doing with China is great. He had the communist Chinese leader come in and he says, look, you have enough trade here in the United States. We cut you off. Your people are going to starve. You take care of North Korea. And the Chinese are. Trump is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I, I understand. But my fear is, is I, I don't want I don't want the, the New York Democrats to get control of the White House. That's my fear. But but no, I appreciate the call. The. Um, so look, I mean, this is. It, I mean, it's a tough thing to deal with. You've got to deal with. You've got to also come up with a bill that can get through through the Senate, and we'll see. Look, I think the good thing about this is, uh, is that uh, I think in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, we're going to have some type of deal and we can move forward in Obamacare. I, I think it's real important to show the American people we can do something. And, and by the way, look, I support Ted Poe on his principle. I, I think he did the right thing. Uh, I, I think. I think he understands the real importance of standing up, but at the same time, we got to get some stuff. We got to get some wins on the board. I mean, people are watching us, and we don't have that big of a coalition. Uh, I was listening to uh, Carl Rove came in town with Larry Elder. If y'all missed it, it was a great, a great, really enjoyable thing. One of the points he made is uh, Roosevelt and a lot of people, their first hundred days, they had huge majorities in the House, in the Senate, that they could pretty much push through anything they want. We don't have that. And we only got two votes extra in the Senate. And you know, there's a couple guys in the Senate. You know, it's pretty much of a reach to call them Republicans on the Republican side. So we it will see. But look, what I want you to understand is I'm, I think we're going to get some more stuff done. I'm hopeful we're going to get some stuff done. And you're going to see a lot more things done. I'm actually probably more confident in Obamacare than I am in the tax bill right now. Uh, so so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh another question came up from off the air which was a good point uh as far as the bubble on the the S&P 500 that I I think it's a bubble because so much money is coming into into the market uh in into into that one sector and it's really pushed it up. Uh, as looking at some at some different charts. If you look at at the S&P 500 on a price to sales ratio it's as almost as high as it, the only time it's been higher has been 1999. If you look at it on the Cape Schiller ratio, it's it's high. The only times it's been higher in the Cape Schiller ratio was 1999. It was at 44. I think we're at 28 right now. The Cape Schiller PE ratio, which is a, a, I think a five or ten year average on that, and then in in the 19. In, in 1929, it was at 32. So we have a very expensive market. And I think one of the things we're looking at is is I, th- I think what's not well understood about this market is there is a bubble going into all of the same stocks and the S&P 500. And this is a market cap weighted average, which means the bigger ones keep getting more and more and more money. I mean, you, some of these companies like Amazon and Facebook and different things, they're just massive amounts of money going in very similar to 1999 because of the because of the trend in indexing i saw a statistic uh where was it what it, i i want to say uh it 
the yeah, nineteen eighty, about half of the assets in funds were 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 different from the indexes, which means you've got five hundred stocks uh, out there, and maybe there's a thousand uh, large cap stocks out there, and then five hundred are in the index. And and today, uh, back in nineteen eighty, ha- almost half of the assets were in non correlated S and P five hundred index uh, S and P five hundred uh, index funds. Uh, today, only 20% of, of the money in actively managed accounts is not in the S&P 500 index stocks, which means everybody is piling into this stuff. They're under so much pressure to keep up with the S&P 500. And, and, and so uh, what, what you what you, what you want to understand is, is that right now, the bubble is in the is in the indexes in in and so that's we want to be careful with that and i think over the next over the next 5 years uh i i think you're going to see some real changes i think the active managers are going to outperform the indexes i i i i i think there's a very good case for that as we talked about even people like uh john bogle is surprised how much money's going in there and so this is something we want to watch uh, closely. And the other thing to understand in the world today that all of this, a lot of this stuff is computer driven. And so you could get this cascade type of effect on different things. Now, the reason you're less likely to have like an 87 crash is because the Fed is just so fixated on the stock market that the minute it starts going down to a certain point, they're going to come in and try to stabilize it. But this is something we want to watch. Uh this is why we need to have we need to have repeal of Obamacare. This is why we need to have repeal of, of, of the taxes. To tell you, if you got any questions or comments, we got the phones working now. You can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Live here in Houston, Texas, as always. Although we have listeners all over all over the country. Actually, we've had some all over the world. We've had people call in from from Europe and places like that. You can listen live on uh, on uh, ten seventy KNTH. The answer. Uh, the I, I look at another way to look at we and I've done some more work on this. Understand, okay, so we just talked about nine hundred and twenty four billion dollars. That's only seventy five billion less than a trillion, nearly a trillion dollars. It's on a run rate for a trillion dollars to come into the indexes in the last five years. Well, let's take a look at the indexes. Five years ago is two thousand and twelve. The S&P 500 had earnings of a dollar to a share, excuse me, a dollar to a share. For 2016, the S&P 500 earnings were a dollar eight, uh, I mean, $108 a share. The total, they put it all into a pot. It was $108 is what you got for your index. In, in, in uh, five years ago, in 2000 and, uh, 2012, it was a dollar two. That means we picked up We've gone from a dollar two to a dollar eight, six, you know, about six percent index in five years. The S and P five hundred earnings have gone up six percent, and yet in the last two years we poured two trillion dollars in, into the indexes. Now it didn't all go into the S and P five hundred, but understand things. This S and P these earnings are not grow, growing that quickly since two thousand eleven. The total re increase in earnings in since which is 6 years has been 
return. 108. Now, here's some numbers I saw. Goldman is projecting if they get the tax cut to 15 or 20 percent, you're going to add six dollars in earnings and buybacks can earn a dollar. So that gives you up to one. And then they're adjusting it. So look at the gap. They look at the adjusted numbers. So they think you could possibly get up to one hundred and thirty dollars in the S&P. I'm not buying it. I don't think it's going to happen. And so this is something we want to watch closely here. Uh, You'll get last segment of the show. If you want to get in here, 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, So again, remarkable lack of growth in the S&P 500 earnings in the last five years. Uh, Very poor growth, yet all the money in the world's going in there. Let's take a quick call from Chuck. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Oh, Ted, you know, the thing that people lose sight of is they think we have a majority. We really don't. We have a very, very slim majority of Republicans in the House and Senate. We do not have anywhere near a majority of conservatives. A lot of those people, especially in the Senate, are maybe moderates at best. (laughs) And, you know, it's like herding cats. We can't get everything we want. We're going to have to get this one piece at a time. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. You can't swallow the whole darn thing. Yeah, no, Chuck, I agree. I mean, I think that's a good point. And this is this is something I, I... you know, I, I appreciate the stance they took, but I, I don't think they thought through the. They, they were completely correct in what they were saying, completely correct in what they were doing. They didn't they, they, understand they, they, the second derivative of what they did, which is how it was going to affect they, the White They House. are, but committing suicide does not help. You know, uh, do as much as you can and then come back and fight another day. Don't commit suicide just because, you know, you didn't get everything you wanted. No, I, I agree. I, I think you're right. But that's a good, good point, Chuck. You know, Thanks. I mean, but I want to try to get our, a couple more things in here real yeah, quick. Tr- tr- Trump is our best hope. We've got to get behind Trump and, and get as much as we can while we can. Good. good excellent point. Thanks, Chuck. I, look. I think that Chuck really summed it up pretty well there. Look, Trump is our best hope. I mean, it's kind of it's what we got right now. And and quite frankly, uh, he's been more conservative than most people thought. And I talked to a lot of people on this during the election. We were supporters of Trump. We thought he was going to win and people thought, you know, it wasn't going to happen. And we and he won. Uh, But he is our best hope. And he's probably been more conservative than we than we had really hoped for. I, I think, honestly, he's been more conservative. And, and, and so we need to keep that going. And I think we're going to get a deal in health care. Uh, I'm a little bit more concerned on the tax issues. And, and one of the reasons is, remember what I just talked about just a second ago. Here's the numbers from Wall Street Firm. They're, project, they, they, they're hoping to get $6 more in earnings with a cut in, ta, in a tax rate. Okay, $6, that boosts up the return. And what did we just talk about? We talked about the S&P 500. In the last five years, the earnings have gone effectively nowhere, but this market has been pushed up by by kind of bubble-like money into indexing and also uh, a Federal Reserve flooding the world of money. So things are changing. I think things are changing rapidly out there. Uh, I, I think 
the the tax agenda is in trouble. We're not sure how this is going to go. We're looking at six dollars in earnings that might not be there. The market people aren't sure which way Trump is going. They're not sure what's going to happen in uh, in Korea. That that meeting with Russia, quite frankly, went pretty pretty badly. Uh, a lot of negatives are hitting this market. The market is starting to break down. Gold has broken out to the upside. That's sig- signaling trouble out there. The 10-year bond is starting to break down under support as well. That's sing- sing- signaling concern. When people are really worried about something, they start buying treasury bonds and they tr- start buying precious metals. Those things were the big outperformers last week, and then the market broke down. Now that it's under the 50, it's going to start hitting the, the, the computerized triggery on their uh, the sell programs on the triggers it'll probably if it hits the 100 it'll break under trigger some more selling it'll bounce back up to the 100 and then we'll see where it goes from there but it's not a this is not a real stable market you've got to be very cautious you have to have a defensive plan in place to protect yourself if you need some help you can go to maxoutsavings.com it's maxoutsavings.com look i have a free newsletter we put out we write a lot about these issues our most recent one was common 401k mistakes if you need some help go to our website I'll also sit down with you and show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach. It's MaxOutSavings.com. I hope everyone has a wonderful Easter weekend. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.